Well, hello everyone. Good morning and welcome. And uh, I hope all of you are doing good and staying safe. And today is a very, very special day because we have a very special guest with us. And uh, he is a dreamer, a believer, a doer. And uh, he is a writer turned author. He has currently five books to his name. And uh, he's also now one of the national bestsellers that we have in our country. And moreover, he's also an environmentalist. He's also having a nonprofit, non-government organization to his name. And uh, he also holds more than two decades of corporate experience. Plus, now he's also um, sort of a, a person who loves uh, helping and uh, elevating people's life by helping them achieve financial freedom and financial independence. So he's kind of a multifaceted and multidimensional personality. So everyone, please welcome Mr. Manoj Arora. So he's with us. Welcome, Manoj, sir. Hey, thank you, Mridul. How are you doing? Very well, sir. Very well. How are you doing? Good. Very nice. Thank nice to have you. This, this early morning, 7 a.m. call. <laughs> yeah, it's early morning, but not too early for me because I usually wake up earlier than this. So thank you for inviting me to this session. My pleasure, sir. All pleasure and honor is mine. So uh, we'll, we'll quickly allow you to brief yourself for a couple of minutes and then probably we can kick on with the agenda. And I think you've already briefed me quite well, so I don't need to, you know, uh, revisit the entire thing. So I think that's fine. I think whatever you have introduced. So I think let's move ahead. Okay, <clears throat> that's perfect. So, um, so Manoj sir, well, you know, the premise of uh, this very discussion is that I, I generally stay excited with a particular fact, and that's a sort of a quote, and that that I've uh, <clears throat> read recently, and it says that income may be for a limited time but expenses are forever and uh, i'm sort of enthused with this uh, particular <clears throat> phrase and I, I i look up to it because uh, we all know that in 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 our nation in our country where inflation uh, keeps on increasing year after year yeah. and uh, currently i think it's standing somewhere around four percent or something and uh, <clears throat> we we do need to be responsible for our family for our overall budget, family planning, plus for child's education, and we need to stay covered on the insurance side of it, and a lot of things that go in parallel to each other. So today we want to grill upon one of your favorite topics, which is uh, how to stay financially free and financially independent and enjoy <clears throat> a life of, of our dreams with, with dignified and sufficient uh, financial freedom at, at our tips. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a obviously a very favorite topic for me uh, when you talk about financial freedom. But I think with, based on whatever discussions I have had with so many freedom seekers uh, until today, the biggest question that everybody needs to answer is why do they need financial freedom? You know, that's yeah. very, very important. Uh, it's kind of a buzzword today financial freedom i want to be financially free everybody wants to be financially free but the question is why what do you want to really do after you are financially free you know if that's not clear uh, then you know financial freedom will not serve the purpose that you're looking for um, and there are a lot of people you know who are not who are actually financially free in financial terms but uh, they still continue doing their jobs whichever they're doing or the businesses whatever they're doing 
because they're not yet clear what do they really want to do uh, if they quit their job or a business or whatever they are into so it's very very important and we and, and don't confuse financial freedom with something like retirement or anything where you just sit sit down relax and spend your time with your family and just do nothing else because that doesn't work out in the long run uh you definitely need a purpose okay i mean of course you got to decide when to be with your family when to be on your purpose of life but uh, unless you have that very clear with you um it usually uh, financial freedom really doesn't serve anything so the first thing which i always ask anybody who wants to come and join me in that coaching program for financial freedom i usually ask is why do you want to be financially free what do you want to do actually with your life once you're financially free so if that dream or if that purpose is not strong enough then i usually don't take it far enough you know then i kind of leave it there so that's very very important that what do we want to do with our lives you know it starts from there yeah so so it starts from why what was your why manoj sir when you started there were actually too many wise <laughs> i had so one of which was of course uh, there was a kind of a negative reason and there were positive reasons for you know uh, trying to achieve financial freedom uh, the negative was that i was not really enjoying whatever i was doing in my corporate life you know um, of course i was earning pretty well um, and and you know uh, i was having a good status in the society all that was fine um uh, but i wasn't really enjoying every day i wasn't i wasn't enjoying waking up on a monday morning and you know going to office and you know doing a job which is a little stressful and then uh, then coming back late in the night and keep repeating that day after day year after year i don't know for how many years so probably 20 years i did like that so uh that was the one of the negative uh, pulls that that you know was trying to force me to think on i should be doing something different you know I, i need to come out of this this is not the life which i was looking for um so that was the negative part the positive side of course i had a lot of uh, reasons you know one was of course that i wanted to be close to nature so uh, i wanted to plant trees i wanted to be with nature and you know that somehow that comes internally to you um second i want to spend a lot of time with my children you know they were growing up uh, i have two daughters and you know they when they're growing up uh, when once they reach college and beyond that you have no idea how long they're going to be staying with you you know most likely they will not be staying with you and that's a fact whether it's a girl or a boy but it's quite likely that once children reach college then that's it i mean your your relationship doesn't end but um, the kind of time that you can spend together with them ends there you know they have their own friend circle they have their own dreams and you really want to you know let them fly you know with those dreams so so those those times when my daughters were young i wanted to spend a lot of time with them because there was the only time i thought i can spend with them so therefore i needed that time back in my life and of course my job wasn't going to give me the time it was going to give me money but not the time which i wanted so that was another reason and third of course um, i had a lot of other passions like i wanted to write books and do a lot of other stuff uh, so so you know these two three things which are pulling me that i want my time back in life enough yeah. of earning money you know i mean of course you need money for financial security of your family but how much do i need okay if i can 
you know somehow do a, a fair bit of calculation on how much do i need uh, and if i can accumulate that and invest it properly uh, then it should be done you know that, that's all I, i should not be working for money anymore um, so i think those were the driving factors you know which were pulling me towards financial freedom it's very important for anyone to understand deeply enough what is you know pulling them towards financial freedom yeah so ultimately understanding the why and holding yeah. on to your passion so those are something which are our driving forces yeah. so if if we were to explain um, or define financial freedom in a phrase or a sentence so how would you define what exactly uh, financial yeah. freedom is i would say it's the luxury of planning your day you know that's what i was i would i wouldn't go too far in terms of what i would achieve in life or you know, don't go that far today morning when i wake up i have to decide the agenda of my day okay if my children need time for 3 hours okay 3 hours allotted if i need to spend 1 hour planting trees or you know taking care of them allotted when do i want to do that i decide with whom i want to spend that time in the day i decide so just after this call where i'll be getting ready and going to a cafe and where i'm going to meet one of my close friends you know so i'm spending one hour with him so that's how you you know control your day and once you control your day uh, what is life ultimately it's a collection of, of maybe 20 40 80 000 days that's it okay so once you control your day and you keep doing it day after day that's how you control your life you know and uh, so so that's that's i think the biggest thing that financial freedom has given me is what do i do in the day when do i do it with whom i do it how long i do it everything is in is in control to a very large extent you know so that's something which i was missing earlier you know i i was not deciding earlier uh, how how my day is going to go you know i had a fixed time to reach office and do the job and then come back so you know so that's the big thing control on your life you know that's freedom you know that's what people are longing for even though they may feel that they're looking for a lot of money and they're looking for doing things with that money but no actually people are, on on the hindsight if you see people are really looking for uh how do i get better control on myself on my day on my people around me you know so that's what people are looking for so i think yeah. that's the biggest uh, biggest thing that i got yeah yeah so it's not just that <clears throat> you have achieved financial freedom to a certain extent and now you're just relaxing on a rocking chair because it's not like that so no, it, it no, goes I'm it not... goes it goes beyond that so, so brother, uh, yeah. i think that's another confusion people have is uh okay now that you're financially free you must be relaxing so let me tell you uh, what relaxing to me is so uh, i used to work 12 13 hours earlier when i was in my corporate job today i work 16 hours a day uh, but what do i work on is very important uh, when i say i work means i really i am so busy that if I, if my family doesn't need that time then i am so occupied that i can tell you i'm short of time in in that sense um, but the things which i am doing in that time are the things which i love doing you know that's how i'm spending time rather than spending time to earn money i'm spending yeah. time to do the things which i love and that gives you so much energy uh, that uh, i mean it's very difficult to you know explain it to you yeah. the kind of energy and positivity you know that 
that control over time gives you yes. so i wake up excited every morning i go to bed with exciting plans for the next day now, these are the things and, and when money is not involved you know when you're doing things just for the love of doing it uh, it's a very very different way of uh, leading your day and leading your life yeah so it's not just, just what you really need to do but what yeah. you really want to do true so, true so so the wants overtake the needs okay so um so i think what my next question here would be uh what do you think how relevant financial freedom is in 21st century and what was it relevance if we say go 50 years ago and and how how the things have changed and have shaped up was it relevant then as well or is it more relevant now well uh, um 50 years ago <laughs> i really don't know but uh, if i look at my my parents uh i think they they did so well in terms of managing us and in terms of helping us become what we are today but i don't think it was really possible for them to think about financial freedom in those times um reason is because life every day was a struggle you know achieving so today we are in very high earning jobs you know and if if you really are disciplined and if we can control our expenses uh, we can save a lot of money that wasn't the situation 50 years back or even 30 years back i would say but things have changed a lot uh, with globalization and all and big corporates coming in uh, we are earning a lot and if you really have clear on what we want to do in life we can be financially free with the savings that we do and the investments that we do Uh, investments have become much easier to do today than it what it was uh, probably 30 years back or 40 years back and i remember uh, my parents once they used to i mean they bought some stocks and it was all you know certificate that they used to have with them it wasn't easy to buy a stock and you had to apply it on a piece of paper and yeah. you get a piece of paper it's not easy to sell i spent a month you know selling that stock that my dad had so you know it wasn't easy those things today it's all on a mouse click you know everything you can invest redeem do whatever you want to do yeah. uh, so so things have become much easier and i would say conditions are much more favorable if you really want to achieve financial freedom yeah. those days of financial struggle are are over to for a lot of people i would say yeah. uh, so uh, if if somebody is really serious about it has a strong reason it's possible and i don't think it was really so easily possible 30 years back yeah so so for people who are beginners so like beginners like me right and uh, there are a lot many out here so if we want to ask that there's a choice between uh start pursuing your financial dream um financial freedom journey versus you know you also have a passion in hand you also have to uh work on certain regular duties for the day so how to maintain that right balance so one 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 way is to get relieved of your regular duties and start pursuing your uh, financial uh, or maybe you know start investing more into your passion so that uh, you work more on passion side of it or maybe first focus on achieving financial freedom and then after a certain level of time and you achieve that financial freedom goal then is the right time to pursue the passions that you have for yourself so how how to maintain that balance well i don't think it's black and white that okay first i'm going to achieve financial freedom and then i'm going to work on my passion and neither it's the other way that i'm going to leave my job and start working on my passion so it, 
doesn't work in a black and white fashion how it typically works the best which i have experienced is of course you have to work on your job full time until you are very close to financial freedom because you need money right you need money not only to take care of your family but also to invest if you really want to get financially free so you got to keep continue working on your job anyways um, yeah. but you got to stretch out a little bit and also start working on your financial freedom journey be spending half an hour a day or one hour a day and it, it's not it doesn't need more than that all it needs is discipline and commitment and parallelly work on your passion area also probably one hour a week or two hours a week or whatever you can time you can devote why i'm saying that you have to be parallelly working on both your passion and your financial freedom is because it's your passion which will pull you through this journey not everybody who starts this financial freedom journey gets financially free and the reason is the lack of passion and why i say that is because journey is not tough the freedom journey is not tough or complicated but uh, it demands certain level of discipline it demands certain level of commitment and that doesn't come easily that comes only to people who are ready to make small sacrifices in life and those sacrifices you will make only if you have a strong reason to make those sacrifices i mean if i ask you to save uh, let's say you're able to save 20% of your salary for example uh, save and invest but it's very easy for you to save 20% but if i ask you to save 20% month on month every month for 10 years without a break now that's where it becomes challenging yeah. and the challenge you will be able to overcome only if you have a very very strong reason why you're doing it otherwise you know you'll say okay i got enough money which is I mean, you've saved for five years. You've got enough money, and then you'll get attracted to that latest gadget or latest car or whatever you know dreams you had, and you will just you know throw away the compounding magic. So it has to be a very focused effort. Uh, only three to four percent people of the people who start the journey are really able to complete it. You know, because that drive, that uh, energy, that passion uh, is lacking somewhere. Without yeah. that, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So it starts with a vision and and a purpose, as you said. Uh, so yeah. so what are those different paths to achieve that financial freedom? So there may be you know several different ways. What what do you think is uh, the most preferred one? Well, ways. If you ask me, uh, everybody is different, and every family is different. So everybody's target in terms of financial figures would be very very different. so usually it's a seven step process uh, which is highlighted in the book also uh, the first book which i wrote uh, from the rat race to financial freedom um plus if anybody wants to really uh, go through that process and through those steps uh, anybody can come and log in to the website that we have uh, and they can just register themselves it's all free you can just log in and start working on that process In fact, today I am coaching close to 200 people on financial freedom. Uh, when I say coaching, means it's one-on-one, one-on-one. I would say hand-holding of a person from their current situation to the time when they actually reach financial freedom. So, which may take 10 years, 15 years, five years. We don't know that. That's very different for every person. But I keep hand-holding them month on month. We keep tracking their journey and. till they actually reach that goal uh, i work with them 
so that's one of my passion areas where i want to you know uh, get more and more people financially free and with a very selfish reason that uh, once they are financially free they would go on to do something good for the society you know um, because i had an inclination for let's say planting trees and doing something for the society but different people have different ways of you know work, giving back to the society so if they are whatever way they want to adopt is fine with me but uh, they have to have a very strong reason for for this financial freedom thing so i think uh, that's that's the key you know uh, you got to go through the process and then only you'll be able to understand okay you need 2 crores 3 crores 5 crores 1 crore everybody is different everybody's expense uh, management is different everybody's income level is different everybody's risk taking capacity is different so so with all those differences it's a very customized plan that we create and then we you know start tracking that plan until freedom is achieved okay so so basically we are talking about uh, the equity side of it and uh, that's where we we develop and uh, that's where we grow our money and compound it well uh, uh, actually investing is always confused with equity but it's not like that uh, there are a lot of people in, in my you know program who are in, not investing in equity at all and they're still very close to they've already reached very close to financial freedom so equity is not mandatory for you to be uh, you know achieving financial freedom it all depends on how much you are spending every month you know it's yeah. a very vital factor in in our journey i think one of the first statements you made was about income and expenses uh, so that a lot of people miss this point you know it's it's people we have to focus on our incomes because that's a status symbol because that's what gives us money so all that is fine and it's important i agree because without income you can't save but what you forget is income is not going to last uh, forever it's going to stop after 10 years 20 years 30 years it's going to stop what is going to last forever is your expenses yeah okay and we fail to control our expenses and that's where we we are not able to achieve financial freedom we are not focused on managing expenses we are just focused on increasing income and the fact is the more is your income the more will be your expenses expenses will catch up with your income sooner or later unless you are really focused on managing your expenses unless you have a target for the month where you are saving you are your expenses just going to catch up so it's not it's not going to happen automatically if you just keep increasing your income you are not going to achieve anything Okay, I have seen so many people with incomes like ten lakhs a month or fifteen lakhs a month. They are still struggling because their expenses have just come up to that level of income. Okay, so they may be leading a visibly good life uh, in terms of the money they are spending. Yeah, but that's not that doesn't mean they are having a happier life or a satisfying life. and that's not going to last forever remember that yeah. so so what what do you suggest is it savings first and expense later or is it carving yeah, out your expense first and then save later and and where does investment portion fit fit in between yeah i mean of course uh, that goes without saying that's one of the wealth management principles that you got to invest first and then you know save and invest first and then you got to spend uh, of course there are certain mandatory expenses Uh, which you cannot avoid whether it's your utilities or children's school fees and things like that um, but after that after those mandatory expenses are 
you know spend uh, what do you do with the remaining money if you do not invest it immediately but you, why will you invest it immediately you will invest it immediately only if you have a certain reason for doing it only if you have a specific goal in that month that i have to reach this amount uh this corpus i need to reach my my net worth needs to go up by this much amount then only you will go and invest otherwise there is no strong reason for you to invest it and if there is no strong reason for you to invest it will automatically get spent okay so uh it's, it's very vital therefore that you have an overall plan okay i need to reach uh, 3 crores for example today i am at 1 crore i need to bridge this gap of 2 crores is going to take me 20 months 50 months whatever and so this month i'm going to save this much okay so that kind of planning and then tracking on that plan you know okay you you were supposed to save this much how much did you actually save and how much you've been saving month on month so that kind of tracking unless you're doing is it's not going to work out so it's not difficult it's not complex because we know you need to save a certain amount every month that's it yeah. and invest it properly and just keep monitoring your savings but then you know it needs discipline which is yeah. not easy yeah so so just taking a very humble target uh, manoj sir say you you mentioned a figure of 2 crores so if someone has a target to achieve or hit that 2 crore figure so how much um, idly on a rough side should be uh, the investment amount month on month and how many years it's it's, it's going to take Uh, it's not possible to judge like that because it depends on how much you spend every month okay hmm. so um it's like uh, today i am at point a let's say i am sitting in delhi today okay first thing i have to find out it where do i want to go okay i want to go to mumbai for example okay Now finding out where you want to go or your end point is one of the uh, biggest things in this entire planning activity a uh, financial freedom planning activity because most people do not know how much money is enough for them so yeah. when i say 3 crores you will still be confused whether 3 crore is good for you or not whether it will really last your lifetime or not okay so that's one of the activities that's done as a part of financial freedom planning in our program where basically we try to find out with certain buffers that today you are at point a now let's find out where do you want to reach okay so you want to reach to point b which is 3 crores or 3 and a half crores or whatever depending on lot of factors which includes your expenses which includes your savings today which includes uh, what you're going to spend in future not only your general monthly expenses but let's say you have special expenses coming up like your children's marriages their education and all those things in future so after we have taken care of all that we are able to come up and find out a point p where we want to reach so i am in delhi i want to reach mumbai i am clear on that now the distance whatever it is it's the distance of from 1 crore to 3 crore or delhi to mumbai okay now how much time it's going to take for me to reach delhi to mumbai okay that depends on my speed at which i travel okay yeah. and speed is defined by how much can i save every month yeah Okay, and how much can I save every month will be defined by how much I earn and then how much I spend. Okay, so if I can increase my earning or if I can reduce my expenses or both, I can move faster. Yeah. Okay, and if I have let's say one crore today, then if I can get better returns on that one crore, I can again move faster. 
okay so we we take all those criterias in our uh, planning and then decide the speed so let's say as per our decided speed it's going to take you 5 years for example to reach from 1 crore to 3 crore okay then we divide it into month by month targets okay so it's 5 crores 3 uh, crores we need uh, from in the next 5 years then how much i need to save this month okay how much returns i should be getting from my existing investments this month how much i should be saving how much returns and that's how we move along keep tracking it keep tracking it month on month every month and if we deviate then we need to take certain actions and so on so this yeah. entire planning tracking you know keeps going and till you reach a stage where you've reached yeah. that point where you don't need any more income your returns are big enough they have exceeded your income and they can serve you for the rest of your life Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be a combination of your savings rate, expense rate, which eventually converts into speed, and then time yeah. horizon, and and, yeah. and that's how it is. Okay, cool. So if 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 I were to ask you one question, um, what's the value versus uh, risk proposition here? So with investment, there comes an element of risk. Um, so. so for 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 beginners right uh, they'll definitely want to save their hard earned money and as warren buffett always says it's important to save the principal that you have okay interest will keep on coming so you at least don't lose the <clears throat> x that you have in the basket so how 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 to manage that risk factor here so again so what we do is we do a risk profiling of every person which is so every person's risk taking capacity as well as risk tolerance is very different um so somebody may be having a high capacity which means that they have they don't have any loans they have good assets with them so they are more capable of taking risk but then uh, their mindset towards risk could be very low okay the moment they invest in uh, any volatile asset class like equity or gold or any volatile class and if the if the market goes down they overreact okay so that's a very psychological side to you know managing risks so it's not only how much capacity you have to take risk it's also about what's your mindset towards this so we do those uh, calculations to find out the risk profile of a particular person based on that that's one of the factors which decides how quickly you're going to get financially free because that will decide your investing strategy that will decide your uh, returns from your portfolio and therefore it will decide your speed at which you travel this journey so it's very very different um, but uh, i would say risk is there everywhere uh, even if you're holding money in your hand it's risk if you're putting it in a savings account even banks are at risk today if you're keeping it at your home it's a risk uh if you invest in equity it's a risk if you invest in fixed deposit it's a risk but the risk uh size of the risk may be different and therefore the returns may be different uh if depending on how much you are capable of taking risk will accordingly create an investing strategy hmm okay so so do you suggest that every person um who wants to uh step onto this path of financial freedom do they need a financial advisor a financial consultant is how, how much important and imperative that is well i didn't have any financial consultant when i uh, started on my journey 
uh, in fact uh, before i wrote any book i was uh, almost financially free that time so i had already started my journey i had a very strong reason but i didn't have any advisor with me so i did my mistakes so i lost money and i uh, learned from that so that so if you're ready to do a bit of experimentation if you have a very strong reason um then you can do it even without an advisor but then of course you will and there will be times when you will be you know uh, losing money and you know you will be investing it wrong and so on so forth that will happen without an yeah. advisor that's going to happen and uh, only reason why you would survive in such situations and not quit is your dream okay so that will help you survive so that helped me survive but if you really want to do it fast if you want to don't want to do a lot of mistakes and you want to uh, learn from somebody else's experience then obviously an advisor is helpful yeah so somebody else can i say i would, if you're really looking for freedom then go with an advisor who is already financially free there's no point uh, going to an advisor who is charging you money you know so one of the biggest things in my program is uh, it's a non-profit program so we really do not charge because i don't need to earn money so i do it more for my passion um and the only minimum charge is just the running expenses which is the server expenses and other stuff which we do online tracking and all otherwise there are no charges okay that that's really wonderful yeah. you know and then quite generous as well <laughs> no, no no see again the point is how long will we keep see the moment i start charging it you know then it becomes another race i am in I don't want to get into another race after having spent 20 years in a corporate rat race. I don't want to get into another. So, as long as I'm enjoying it, I'm doing it. Uh, probably, if I, I start enjoying some other things in life, then I may stop doing it. So, I'm I'm in it as long as my passion, my calling is there, and as many people as I can help, and they can get free and do something for the society. Nothing like it. Yeah, yeah. So the overall take is yes, <clears throat> risk is there, which is okay, and everything comes with the risk. Uh, but important is to take those risks as challenges, because when we overcome those challenges, that's where we find meaning and we create meaning for our life. So uh, I think very fine, very wonderful conversation, Manoj sir. Any any final closing words from your side? Well, I would say um, in terms of financial freedom. Um, when i started planning about it initially i haven't i hadn't met anyone who was financially free uh nobody i didn't have any financial degree by the way i still don't have any financial degree because i don't believe in the money rules that you know are taught in the curriculum and all um so while i was doing this journey i wasn't uh, i mean while i was sure because i had my strong dreams and all but people around me were not very sure of whether i'll be able to achieve it uh, when i achieved it uh, when i actually quit my job in 2015 or 16 probably uh, people were shocked and in fact there were a lot of people close to my family who didn't appreciate my decision to quit a well paying job when you have small children Uh, who was still to you know their education is still pending and there's nobody else who was earning money in my family so i was the only uh, money earner so uh, and not of not lot of people appreciated that that point uh, because even i mean in india today's culture uh, in our society uh, not many people really appreciate this 
uh it's not really acceptable so easily okay yeah so but then i think after i quit um first few months were tough trying to convince people but after that it's been one of the most beautiful phase uh, of my life so last for 5 years i've been touched with the, the best years of my life so far yeah that's so wonderful <clears throat> to so hear that it, so that's the only message i have is go for it it's worth all the discipline faith and commitment that you will give it's it's worth all that effort that you'll put in yeah and finally you're writing your sixth book yeah right now yeah, yeah and sixth book is actually uh, uh based on my experiences based on my interaction with so many freedom seekers across the world uh i interact with one or two people every day okay uh, so they have their own mistakes they do they have their own way of handling money so whatever my learnings are from those people i'm just you know jotting down those mistakes people do in 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 their managing their money uh, so that not mistakes are not repeated and people can learn from it and you know implement it in their lives so that's the upcoming book yeah wonderful so we'll look forward to that the sixth book and uh, we'll definitely look forward to a lot of learnings from from that particular book so thank you so much manoj sir it's been a pleasure as well as honor to have you with us on this episode thank, thank you so much and uh, as i always say to my viewers eat right sleep tight stay focused stay motivated and stay in action and this time i'll also say that stay invested uh correct yeah thank you thank you so much manoj sir thank you you too